Hello, this one is called Butter. My wife died 36 days ago. She wasn't old, not to me. I'm 68, she was 66. Her nickname for me was Butter, which she called me affectionately, with love and admiration. It wasn't an insult, though I could lose a few pounds. Butter. The name ran off her tongue. Butter. She called when I was outside in my khaki shorts mowing lawn. Butter. She called when supper was done, the table was set, and I came inside to feast on a meal she had spent all afternoon prepping for both of us. Butter, she joked, when we played cards together and I beat her. Butter, she whispered, as she rolled on top of me in bed. Yes, old people are allowed to have sex. Besides, like I said, she wasn't old. Not to me. When you're my age, people write you off. Society writes you off as a has-been, as weak, as non-needed. Never mind what I've contributed. Never mind the years I spent teaching at the local middle school. Never mind the decades I spent organizing our local food pantry. Never mind what I used to be. It's more about how I appear, how people see me. I'm jobless now, retired, living on social security, and my savings, which I spent which I saved for the last 46 years. People don't meet my gaze. As you grow older, people stop looking at you. They stop recognizing you as a person, as a somebody. She called me butter because I was smooth. Well, that's what she told me. She said when we met, when we were 20, I knew exactly what to say to her. I complimented her and meant it. I told her how I felt. I showed my affection freely and bought her trinkets and gifts. I devoted my life to her. I was sweet. I was smooth. I was filling. I was butter. But when you're 66, no one sees that part of you anymore. I go through the store like a ghost. I smile at people and I grunt as they push their cart around me. If I open the door for a young couple and tip my hat as they walk by, the guy nods, but he looks past me become invisible. This past month at home without her has been worse than expected. I've tried to keep some sense of normalcy. I still mow the lawn on Thursdays. I make myself supper a few nights. I take our dog Candy for a walk. I watch westerns on TV at night and fall asleep in the Lazy Boy in our living room. I wake up every night at the same time. For the last 36 days, I have woken up at 3.25 a.m. My heart racing, my breath catching, my hand shaking. I feel the back of my neck and it's covered in sweat. My shirt's already on the ground. I sleep in my boxers. The sheets are wet. Every night this happens. Tonight, I hear something. The clock in the hallway starts going off. The alarm on the microwave starts beeping. My phone starts ringing, startled I answer. A no number. Hello? I clear my throat. Nothing on the other end, not a whisper, not heavy breathing, just nothing. I hang up and go out to the living room. The TV is back on and my favorite western is playing. I settle in the chair and I hold candy in my lap and fall asleep. This continues. Night 37, 38, 39, 40. I make an appointment with my doctor and am able to get in quickly. 
I guess hallucinations, panic, and night sweats are enough concern for me to be seen right away. Usually I have to wait months to get in. They know I lost my wife recently and likely understand the toll that this must be taking on me. My doctor did a full body workup and found nothing except some extra weight and high blood pressure, which I was already taking medications for. I left confused. I decided to change my routine. Outside the doctor's appointments, I had stayed in. I didn't see my friends. I told my son I wasn't up to visitors. I stopped going to church. I didn't have the energy for my weekly card club. I told everyone I was fine. I just needed time. I started small. I really needed groceries, so I forced myself to shop. I went at odd hours to avoid crowds, wore my hat over my face. I didn't even attempt eye contact. I used self-checkout and returned home as soon as I could. But I still woke up at night, 3.25 a.m. I went to our local Goodwill down the street. I wanted to do something to kill the time, but I didn't want to have forced interaction. I strolled up and down the aisles. I found a DVD player better than my current one. I picked out 10 new DVDs for $1.99 each. I flipped or I looked at the books and found a favorite from my youth. The smell of the old books stuck on my hands as I flipped through the pages. I scuttled over to the kitchen section and searched the shelves. I picked up some Tupperware and opened it. I almost vomited. The smell of old food still lingered despite it being clean. I saw a young lady scouring the same section as me. Do you know what that is? I asked, realizing I hadn't purposely talked to anyone in a month. She looked at me and smiled. She crouched down and looked at the bottom shelf. This one? Yeah, what do you suppose that is? Well, I'm not sure. I'll look. She picked up the lid and we both realized it was a vintage electric frying pan that had seen better days. I've never seen one of those, I told her. Me neither, she responded. How much is it? She looked for me. $9.99? Okay, just curious. I don't think I need it. She looked at me, smiled, and walked away. She looked at me. She didn't look past me. She didn't dismiss me. She talked to me, looked at me, acknowledged me. My eyes welled up. That's when I saw it next. The butter dish. It was bright green, my wife's favorite color. It was in good condition. I flipped it over to see the price. $3.25. I'd been waking up at 3.25 every night. Our wedding anniversary next week was 3.25. Now, I don't believe much of an afterlife. But you can't tell me this wasn't a coincidence. Some higher power. Loretta. Even in death, will never forgive me for missing your anniversary last year. I chuckled and put the dish in my cart. 